Hi, this is Becky from Dystopica, and you are watching CMS TV. And what is up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Chris Aiken Presents. It is me, Chris Aiken. That dude, right there. Right there. It's Eric Farentinos. Eric, how are you, sir? Oh, a little tired, but uh, excited to be back for another Chris Aiken Presents yes. on this great Monday. Oh, it's not great, is it? It's 9. 9 <laughs> 11. Yeah, I know. But I'm not you? even, I'm not, I'm not even celebrating or mourning or whatever we're supposed to do. Today. Nah, not I'm doing like, that. I'm, I'm just done with that. I'm sure Seth will want to do it when, when right. we do that show, so I'll do it then. <laughs> Plus, I got a bunch of other stuff to talk about, but you right. have stuff way in front of my bullshit. No. Because you have been multi-country this week, right? You! <laughs> it was you! <laughs> um, yes, I... Was it multi-country? Puerto Rico, the province of the United States of America. Oh, is it? I don't even know. <laughs> Does anybody consider that as like a state, like Hawaii, or? I think people consider it's, it that. It's not a state; it's a province. I really don't know the exact reason things are the way they are there. It sounds like we just went over there and took it over at some point. I would imagine. Somehow we somehow we get tax money out of them or something. So it it's to benefit us only. Yeah. But no, <laughs> you know, Puerto Rico kind of had the vibe like when I was on the cruise and we stopped in Haiti, right. and they just give you this little, uh, give you a small area to check out that's safe for the most part. Sure. Uh, I didn't trip around all that much. We were very close to the to the water. My hotel room, you could see the ocean. Right between the buildings or what have you. I didn't even walk all the way down there. I know some of the guys did. Matt was saying that the ocean water was amazing. It's that really clear, clear water. Clear 85 degree water that's right. just awesome. Yeah. Totally. And those guys had the foresight to bring trunks and stuff because I didn't think to do that. We we actually had two shows we did. We, we had the Virginia Blue Ridge Fest, which is a whole other story we'll right. have to talk about. Oh, yeah. And then we made our way to Puerto Rico. So I was kind of going backwards a little bit here. Uh, but yeah, uh, just uh, quickly about the beach. Uh, super nice. He was saying that they have a lot of cops down there. Okay. At the beach. So I think that's to deter the the homeless element. Because I think, of course, there is a lot of poverty. Sure. In, in Puerto Rico. Uh, everything seems much less expensive, too, around there, surprisingly. Uh, but everything was centrally located. There was the hotels right there. It was like the hotel circle. Right. And then the gig uh, wasn't far. It was like a mile away. So I didn't really get to see too much, but I felt like we were in a kind of protected zone or something. Right. <laughs> sort Behind the there. big fence. There's a big fence like a mile away that you didn't see that kept right. the riffraff out. <laughs> now, unfortunately, a few of the guys from what I'm, I'm hearing a lot of this stuff secondhand. Sure. But I apparently some credit cards were compromised in the band mm. and I don't know where they went shopping or what was different. I didn't use my card in, in too many places. Um, just like the hotel lobby, uh, a restaurant. We went to a, 
a little restaurant and then uh restaurants but one was and i went to subway and right. burger king and that was it didn't so far i haven't seen any weird charges but everybody else has a bunch of crazy charges and their cards were shut down now what what makes it more unfortunate is those guys got stuck in new york as far as i know the okay. the whole vegas crew for those of you have tuned in over the last few weeks like some weeks back chris probably remembers i got stuck in jfk and it was i flipped the fuck out right right it was i i was stuck there it was like midnight and i was i was trapped the band made it on the flight but because i was a san diego guy that went separately they maybe take like three flights to get out there and so i of course missed it by a few minutes and the plane was there but they didn't wait and I yelled and looked like a maniac and how to, you know, how to be kind of reprimanded for being a little bitch about it. <laughs> it took a, <laughs> took a month to get my hotel room money back from Delta. Right. Um, it was a whole rigmarole. I won't uh, put you through, but I even said some dumb stuff to Jason that I had to like apologize for right. <laughs> uh, on the show. I was like, it'll be you taking three flights. I, I said something to him, <laughs> but man, the karma, because these guys uh did not get to leave jfk we oh, we were no. we were making our connecting flight from puerto rico yeah or our flight we're finding out while we're in the air that there's a problem with some of the tickets because you know we have d- different guys live in different places uh me matt uh thorne and scott coogan were in california so we were gonna take a different flight from jfk and then you got jason johnny steven and steven's Christy. lady uh we're going to vegas okay. well for some weird reason the vegas flights were ale- apparently canceled oh, and, no. and they wasn't going to be able to rebook them for two days oh i don't know what this was about exactly or what what the hell is going on because i thought that would happen to us too but our flights were intact so these guys were about to feel what it's like to be stranded at jfk <laughs> so do you think that this is because of the credit cards like the credit cards were compromised so they canceled all the charges including the flights no those were already taken care of in advance but it does suck to you know i'm, I'm sure a few of them have other credit cards besides the one but if you if you only had one credit card or something and it was shut yeah. down that's, that's suddenly a problem when you're stuck somewhere else or if that's your money card, you're stuck in an airport and you can't go anywhere. That's right. It could be bad, but they do have between the four of them. I think they could they could resolve it. Right. Uh, I'm sure Johnny, Johnny and I, I think have similar financial situations where we could save the day if we. Stephen could to, just walk but. around the airport till someone recognizes him and get a sandwich <laughs> or something, right? Yeah, they're going to start busking over uh, <laughs> by the food court. Hey, buy me a sandwich. I'll sing you "Way Cool Junior." <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so not sure what the hell's uh, going on with that, but they are going to be, uh, they have to end up ultimately going straight to this next gig that oh. we're going to be playing in Salt Lake City. They're they're not even going to go home. You're so not going home. So that's on when? Friday? Thursday? Uh, Thursday. Okay. Or Wednesday. I Shit, dude. I fly tomorrow. That's why we, we had to come wow, in like really? a day early or something. I'm only home for one day today. And then tomorrow afternoon, I got to fly to Salt Lake, I believe. And then there's going to be another show in Arizona. Um, so I got to consult the calendar to know for sure what's going on. <laughs> but uh, I do know that one of our guests from uh, for today will be at the next couple shows. Yes. 
And her name is Miss Brit Lightning. Don't go Brit Lightning, go Brit Lightning, Brit Lightning, go Brit Lightning. That's why I did the Grease Lightning. Is that <laughs> nice today? She better not let us down. If I'd say if she doesn't show up today, we stop having guests all together, and you just do that separately. <laughs> My heart can't take it, man. Yeah, well, she. I'm I'm going to imagine she's going to show up because she even emailed me on Friday just to make sure she's going to come on an hour later than we had thought. So go Brit lightning burning up the court of mile. Brit lightning, go Brit lightning. Oh, Brit lightning, you're coming on the Chris Aiken presents. Brit lightning, go Brit Is this a dream? Oh, boom, about to cream. Oh, Brit lightning. You know, I don't know that you should be singing that you're going to cream for Brit Lightning. <laughs> Sorry, that was the only thing I could fucking come up with for that word. How about she's a queen? Uh, is this a dream? dream. Grab the Vaseline. How's that? <laughs> no, no. You can't say oh, that either. Oh, shit. Uh, can't say that one either. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's all true, but you can't say that. <laughs> is this a dream? You want to ream? No? Yes. God damn it. What other things rhyme with that? <laughs> You're getting all the good ones for me. <laughs> I sang the song shitty the first time. I was trying to like, I go, I was, what am I going to do today? And I always think of the, the grease lightning when I, when I hear her name. I was, sure. I was oh, uh, but so I go, okay, I'll do the, I'll do the grease thing. And then I'm like, how does that fucking song go again? So like, as I was getting re ready, I was uh, had my phone in the bathroom, but I was kind of listening to it. It's a stupid fucking song. It's terrible. This car <laughs> is automatic. Hydromatic. It's grease lightning. Go bread lightning, burning up the quarter mile. Bread lightning, go bread lightning. Am I the Sorry. only one that loved that movie in the day, but now can't even look at it? It's Many so of these bad. Out there that way, yeah. It's so bad. I think we, we can all, add that to the list. I think we all, and, and I was a little kid. That came out, what, 76 or something, 75, somewhere in there? Mm -hmm. So I was a little kid. But I knew even then that Sandy was hot. Back mm -hmm. then, I probably wanted to be kissed by Sandy, you know, but she was hot. Let me ask you this. Did you feel a little uncomfortable when, when in that one scene where like he had gone on the date with her and then all the greaser guys were asking how the date went? Oh, yeah. Like, tell me more. Tell me more. Did you tickle the bean? Tell me more. To, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, creepy. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what? It, it was creepy. Dude, when you really break down that movie, it really is a date rape movie. Yeah, very much so. It's a, it's like, okay, here's this chick that nobody knows. I'm going to lie and say that I fucked her all fucking summer on the beach because nobody mm. knows that I really did. <laughs> then she's going to come to our school, so I'm going to try to fuck her for real just so that my lies can equal the truth. Hey, girl, I'm going to try to fuck you for real. That is, is that not Grease? That is exactly what that movie is. Right. It's not Back to the wholesome. Future was that way too. The the scene where uh, uh, Eddie McFly moms in the in the car at the enchanted under the sea dance, and then he's in and he's and like they really went into it, you know, like he's in the car and you could see Biff's hand. He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like really Steven Spielberg. You had to you had to have him like 
the doing fisties on this on uh, McFly's mom. <laughs> yeah, I think it was just the time, though, wasn't it? A- yeah. At the time, at the time, it was nothing right but to... a good time, dude. At the time, in the, in that time, it really was not that crazy to think that you were gonna fucking do stuff that you couldn't do today to try and get laid. If it weren't for date rape, I'd never get laid. Date rape. Don't take it, don't take it, don't take it, don't. Uh, be honest. Be honest here. No. You did stuff. <laughs> you in in your high school years, you did stuff that absolutely you could not do today. Oh my god. No, surprisingly, I was the most not getting laid dude in high school. Really? For sure. Oh yeah, no. I was that that all picked up later. I like my I was the guy who, you know, barely by the end of high school lost his virginity. And then, you know, but maybe it saw like one girl or, or two and then had a girlfriend for five years. Right. That was terrible and cheated on me. And she slept with everybody. But I was like monogamous. Honestly, I really loved oh. her a lot. And, and so that was your, the first big heart smash in life, you know, I'll, that just I'll decimates tell, you. I'll tell you one story that I really shouldn't tell. <laughs> OK, but I will tell it anyway. So, um. I, I was probably a junior in high school is whenever I got my driver's license and there was this one girl, she needed a ride home. She gets in my car. We start driving. She had huge tits for that time. Mm-hmm. She's my age, same age, but in the car, I just stopped the car and said, show me your tits or I'm not giving you a ride. home." <laughs> and I stopped like in the middle of the fucking road, like five miles from her house tits let's see them and i did i did and she absolutely was like you're a fucking asshole whoop showed me your tits i took her home yeah <laughs> you about the same as she did it to you yeah you're like yeah. fine here here you go yeah tits are tits we all have tits i know but back then that was like you know as a as a 15 or 16 year old kid all you wanted was tits right yeah like all those movies you know pushed for that all those like 70s late 70s and 80s movies oh, yeah. were all about the tits yes and the and the, and the p words mostly yeah. the tits porkies. though really right. know, the porkies but almost always it was tits it was it really wasn't right. even about getting laid as much as seeing tits because they said okay you can show tits and they go oh, yeah. we're gonna show some titties we're mm-hmm. gonna show a lot of titties because if you're yeah. gonna let us do it we're gonna do it but uh they, they never showed anything else uh it was just implied like uh Re- revenge of revenge of the nerds like uh booger he's like he's like through the body he's like oh we got bush we got yeah. bush well, but even think about think about the iconic stuff. Like, obviously, um, Phoebe Cates' tits in, oh, right. in Fast Times. Probably the most iconic scene of the 80s movies. Don't you, do you agree? Yeah. But yet there's a better scene with Jennifer Jason Lee getting banged by um, Ticket Guy in the, right. pool, in the pool house or whatever that Funny is. Funny you should mention that today because I was, I, I, I was thinking about, uh, you know, that movie had a great soundtrack. Oh, Fast it did. Times. Fantastic. Right. And for some of the artists, it was like a good memory having their song in the movie. I would say uh, definitely the Phoebe Cates song for the cars. That was pretty sweet. Oh, yeah. Moving in stereo. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
that was cool but the jennifer jason lee scene for what's the what's the guy who sings she's gonna be somebody's baby tonight oh god uh, sing that she's got to be somebody's baby jackson brown right so jackson brown he must have been bummed out you know because for jackson brown you know this is just some underage creepy i mean because they're underage (laughs) right it's like you're literally watching underage people having sex on a baseball field and and then uh demole demole what's like what's the guy who sold the ticket demone Demone's like, oh, you know, and then the song abruptly ends. He's like, oh, did you feel that? Oh, get out of here. Again, it's another when you're a kid, like you're just a little boy or, or you Dude, know, whatever. It is a weird. All thing those to movies watch. were absolutely fucking creepy now, but yes. you loved them as a kid. Dude, Risky Business. Right. Risky Business was about a high school kid fucking a hooker. You know, I tell you that they are very influential films and. Risky business influenced me to steal my dad's Porsche. Really? A little fact. I tell a little story. Uh, uh, my dad, he used to uh, business travel a lot. And he uh, his dream was to have a Porsche. He's, uh, and he eventually got a, a Porsche 9, 944 Turbo. I think he, sure. he didn't buy it new. I think he bought it slightly uh, used. But it was a beautiful car. And that was his baby. Whenever he was uh, home, he was pot waxing that thing up. And sure. but I would watch Risky Business all the time. I had the oh, VHS yeah. going, and I thought it was the greatest fucking thing ever at the Is time. Is there a crack in the egg? <laughs> oh, right, right. The egg, the the Fabergé egg. Yeah, the Fabergé. Oh, there's so much cool stuff in there. Uh, but uh, the Porsche scenes probably the best with with uh with him take a steal in his dad's car so i always thought that was the best thing in the movie so i had always in the back of my mind one day i would take this guy's car because let me also interject that my parents didn't feel i had the maturity to drive at 16 years old really most of the california kids were driving at 16 i wasn't allowed to so i think i was in retrospect harboring a little bit of bitterness over that (laughs) anger yeah i was like the fuck entitlement you know, uh, but I was like, oh, you're not going to let me drive home. We'll see about that. And one day, my one week, my dad was out of town and I was rummaging through his shit. You know, you got through your parents shit. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 or maybe you don't. I don't know. But <laughs> I, I was a bored kid. Yeah, come on. You got to look at what mom and dad have around. And uh, I, I found a key. It was a key. It was a spare key to the Porsche. And I was like. Oh yes. <laughs> so I called my buddy. Guess what, man? I had a high voice. I'm like, "Hey, man, let's go take the Porsche, man. I'll meet up. Yeah. I'll come pick you up." He's like, "No way, you way, dude." And uh, so I, I get in the car. I start up. Could barely drive a stick, you know. And I'm uh, end up right, right, yeah, yeah. That, and that car is a little. It was actually interesting, you know. I think it wasn't too hard to do that. The Porsche one. I had never even drove a stick, so that was what, ballsy. Was it a Carrera or a nine? No, it was a, a nine forty four Turbo. It was okay. probably like a, uh, I don't know, probably it's a like the two eighty six Porsches. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, for my old man at the time, that was his prize. prize sure. Possession. Um. So I took it over to my buddy's house, and we kind of drove around a minute, but and then. Uh, but when we went to park it, the alarm armed itself, the oh, car alarm, no. and it has a, like a kill switch or something to right. where you can't start it once the alarm's going, apparently. 
So it was like, holy shit, what the fuck am I going to do? I don't have a beep boop, you know? Right. Eventually the <laughs> thing turns off. Eventually it'll turn off. But uh, I was like, what the hell are we going to do? And my buddy's idea was terrible. My buddy's idea was let's take baseball bats, beat the fuck out of it, spray paint it, and oh. launch it off a cliff and say someone <laughs> stole it. Jesus. And I was like, hmm, no. Right. How about we call my friend Drago and Mark, these brothers uh, that lived in the in the in my neighborhood that were older and their family owned a towing company back then sure. in La Costa, La Costa Towing, uh, which no longer exists. There used to be a gas station in this one spot that had a tow yard. And so anyways, I, I had their number and I called them and I'm like, oh, what's it going to take? You guys got to come here and save me. And it's pouring rain, too. That was crazy. <laughs> but uh, anyways, they came and the, and the car alarms going off and. They, they take the car. These guys showed up wasted too. my buddies that oh, have good. the tow truck. They, of course, they're, they got beers. I had I had bothered them at a party. They were partying. <laughs> and I'm all, are you going to damage the car? They're like, uh, maybe. I don't know. They were like scaring me. But they ended up getting it up on the lift. And we, long story short, rolled it back into the garage and, you know, wiped it down. And the alarm eventually went off. And so it was like disaster averted but totally influenced by the movie risky business. So movies do make oh, yeah. kids do stupid shit. They do. Definitely. Yeah. Dude, I have two car stories that are so similar. Not exact similar, but similar. So the one, my dad was always crazy about his car. Like my, and my dad drove kind of shitty cars. It's not like he had like great cars, but man, if you fucked with his car, you were, you were committing a felony. You know, and so one time I convinced him to let me borrow his car to go to the movies or something, right? I don't go to the movies. I pick up my friend Scott. We go out to this um, gravel pit, <laughs> this big gravel pit near near where we lived. And I was like, let's just go do donuts in the gravel pit. Let's just fucking, you know, spin the tires. The gravel crazy, pit right? of all things. A gravel. So it'd be shooting gravel. Like rocks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, my friend Scott says, hey, why don't we do some neutral drops? Do you know what a neutral drop is? No. You put the car in neutral. You rev the engine as hard as you can. And then you drop into drive while revving the engine. And then the wheels just, you know, and you just go spinning around, right? Well, I'm so brilliant. I have no idea of there's a little thing called a transmission. No oh. idea. I do like two or three of these. And I mean, I am revving the engine foot. Yo, know, it's in neutral foot to the floor. Wee! <laughs> third one i was like oh fuck Ooh. fucking completely stripped i don't know shit about i still don't know shit about transmissions other yeah. than what makes them work is something that has teeth in it that mm -hmm. catch and it ripped the teeth off the whole transmission <laughs> the guy's and like there's was... only one way this can happen yeah. neutral oh. drops yeah, and how, do and how do you explain that? <laughs> My dad, I had to call him. He had to he had to get a friend to bring him, because I had his car. Right. You know, to see his car just fucking mangled in a gravel pit. 
And then we couldn't even move the car because the tow truck wouldn't come into the gravel. I mean, like we were in the gravel. So the tow truck was afraid that if they got into the gravel that they would sink down, they wouldn't be able to get out of the gravel pit. Sure. It was one of my stupidest things I ever did as a kid. (laughs) But that's only one. So here's number two. It's even worse. Because this happened, this, this one happened quite literally the weekend after I got ungrounded for t- tearing up my dad's car. So I had tickets to go see The Romantics with Corey Hart. Wow. Old school. Cleveland Public Hall, about 20, 20 mile, 30 mile drive from my house. I'm 16 years old. I was I was trying so hard to get in this girl Robin's pants. I wanted to have You wanted to borrow her pants? No. I oh. wanted to borrow that pussy. I wanted to fuck her so bad. And she was a big romantics fan. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna take her. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that was about that time too. It was what I like about you and talking in my sleep or whatever that song was. What I like about you, you wear your pants so tight. Put my fingers in your snatch. <laughs> oh, hey now, Make hey, whoa, whoa, it's the so children's right. show. <laughs> the children's so show. I, I, I go. I, I convince my mom lets me borrow her car. She had a nice car. My dad always drove pieces of shit, but my mom. Because my mom was like a uh, a corporate manager at a at a pretty big bank, what is now PNC. Back then, mm-hmm. it was called National City, but it was it was a big bank, and she was a she was pretty high up, so she drove a really nice car. And I convinced her to let me borrow her car. Let's me borrow her car. I go over to Robbins to pick her up to go to the Romantics. Corey Hart. She had just got her license, and her mom wouldn't let her drive anywhere, so she says to me says to me something to the effect of you can do what you want if you let me drive to this gig to the show you know what i did here's the keys <laughs> i let her drive well needless to say she was a typical new driver hits a fucking stop sign with the the a mirror on the passenger side of the car knocks it completely the fuck off like poof, rips it right off my mom's car. <laughs> oh, I'm like son of a bitch. So I, what did I, I? I we we watched the show. We have a good time. She doesn't let me have sex with her, which really sucked. After she wrecked the car, then she was. She's like, a right. tease. Yeah, it really was. I never did get to hit that, which really sucked. But, but um, um, so we we get home. I get home. It's late. It's probably midnight ish. Nobody's up in my house. This is where I was just a stupid fucking kid. My brilliant plan was I went in the house, found some duct tape, put the duct tape in little like circles on, and put it on the inside of the mirror and stuck the mirror to the fucking where huh. it's supposed like to sit. Like those stick up deodorizers. Yes. And then and thinking that that would hold. It didn't hold for my mom pulling out of the driveway the next morning. <laughs> Chris, she come in and I, you know, it's like six thirty in the morning. She was leaving for work and I hear her yelling up the stairs for me. Get down here! I'm like, oh son of a bitch! And uh, sure, sure enough, 
you know, the mirror, she shows me the mirror sitting in the driveway, as well as a giant scratch where the where leading up to hitting the mirror that I didn't see scratched the whole quarter panel, the front quarter panel. There was a scratch all the way to the mirror. I was like, oh. so needless to say, then I was never allowed to drive anybody's car again until I bought my own. <laughs> I, I ended up messing up my dad's car. Not too bad, but uh, there was an incident in my early 30 or no it was uh yeah probably late late 20s i hadn't been in the piercy band too long but i had met uh a couple girls that i ended up uh saying that they could fly out to see me in california this pair okay. and um my dad i worked for him and he was out of town around that time and i i used his he had like a, a jeep uh vehicle yeah. like a hard top jeep okay. and um I, at some point they they did have a hotel when i went to pick them up when one of them was like getting out there was a car passing us and she like opened the door right in front of the uh car coming by and it just ripped the whole siding off the <laughs> fucking door i was like oh <laughs> uh, he was uh, just another disappointment you know oh. that my Dude, dad had for me you don't have these experiences but i do when my when my daughter started driving, she was the curse that I had given my parents. <laughs> she literally, I don't even like. We bought her a car for good grades or something. I forget what it was, but she she was a pretty good kid. So I mean, she was a good kid. She she never, no arrests, no drugs found in the in the room. None of that. Like we didn't have to deal with any of the bullshit. She wasn't fucking her friends. None of that shit. So it was like. You know, she turned 16 or 17, whatever. I don't even remember what age she was, but whatever age she was that she decided that she wanted a car. And so we bought her a car. She was me reincarnated. And, I, and I'm and i the first one to admit, I am the worst. You found I'm your car the, in a gravel pit with no transmission? Not, not, not that, even worse than this somehow. I, I've, I have wrecked so many cars. I, I'm a bad driver, I admit it. The car I have now is the best car I've ever had. As far this is the one where the hood flew up. The hood. Yes, <laughs> yes. This one, that's, that's the, the best car. you've ever treated a car. That's the, well, it is, actually, because I haven't hit anything right. in this car, and I've had it since 2013. I've done all the maintenance on it. I, I get it washed every week. I mean, I really have taken care of this car, unlike any other car. I've left five or six cars on the side of the road <laughs> just where I just take the plate off and walk away because they're just shit. Uh, dude, for a while, and this is no bullshit, for years, you could ask any of my friends that you know, I would, I would tell them all the time, I've always made decent money, but I would always drive $2,500 cars because I would crash them. I constantly was crashing cars. And... So needless to say, I'm a terrible driver. So we get my daughter this car. It was a really nice, it was a, it was a Beamer. I found a Beamer, a guy that was like down on his luck or I, no, he was actually getting divorced or something. It was his wife's car that he just wanted to get rid of. Mm -hmm. So he sold it to me for five grand, a fucking Beamer. Yeah, you can get that. You, can get, yeah, <laughs> you know, I get this nice Beamer for my daughter. Really nice car. One day she comes over the house and you know i'm walking out with her carrying something that she was picking up or something and i look at her car the fucking back bumper the iron back bumper is split in half 
literally in half. Yeah, mine's like that right now. And I, but I was like, <laughs> what the hell did you hit? I don't know. A parking pole like I did? But you would know. Right. If you hit something so hard that your, your metal bumper split in half, you're going to remember hitting it. Metal when they had metal bumpers. Yeah, well, the, yeah, uh, this was metal, dude. This was right. not, uh, this is not aluminum. This mm-hmm. was metal and metal. It's a metal, metal bumper. The classic metal show. Yeah, classic metal bumper. <laughs> but she split it. She And then she's like, I don't know what I hit. And I was like, oh. And then come to find out, she's just a terrible driver. And a I've terrible liar. Because she knew what she hit yeah. a person. She, she probably yeah. knew that she hit a pole or something. Just didn't want to tell right. me. But I've ridden with her a few times here and there. Oh. Is that a fucking terror? It's terrorizing. <laughs> it, it it's literally and and, I'm, and I I literally look at it when I do have to ride with her. I'm like, this is my fucking payback. This is my mm-hmm. payback for what I did to my parents with the cars. Sure. Dude, I had to ride with her one uh, with with this fucking shoulder earlier in the year. I I literally couldn't drive my car because I couldn't hold the steering wheel, so okay. she took me to the doctor. I was more scared of dying from the ride than I was from the fucking shoulder. Because oh. she's she's just, and she's a DoorDash person. That's what she does for her job. I'm like, Jesus Christ, these fucking people should be scared to death getting their food. Right. <laughs> well, that's the difference between like DoorDash and, and say Lyft or Uber. Like the, the Lyft and Uber people, the app trains you to like drive very smoothly right. and accurately but they don't do that for the food delivery you just want to get the shit there right away so yeah. you're used to driving like here you go bye yep. i gotta get back to it there's another eight dollar order waiting for me yeah i got another two dollar order i gotta get here yep exactly <laughs> too funny man well i'll tell you what dude let's do this let's take a real quick break we'll play one one little quick spot and then we'll come back and I want to find out all about the Blue Ridge Rock Festival. Yes, I was thinking that in my mind. I'm like, man, we already skipped some good shit. But no, uh, we didn't skip nothing. Let's, I'm gonna play a commercial. We'll be right back. So hang tight, folks. It is Chris Aiken present. Mm-hmm. 